0: Hi guys. Hello. Welcome to Ed Arlene's Spirit Cast. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, astrology, tarot, Reiki, meditation, anything in that realm. Today we have another amazing guest and her name is Leslie. She is the owner of Ceremonial. And in this episode, we talk about a lot of different witchy things. Um, but the main thing we talk about is uh, grief and like uh, what I call journeying through the underworld.
1: Journeying through in ways to help manage and utilize spirituality and the knowledge that we hold to persevere the hard times that everybody experiences in life. Um, so we touched on that greatly in this episode and it was a riveting conversation.
0: Yeah, it was, it was great. Leslie's great. We love ceremonial, obviously. Um, if you're listening to this, I believe it's the day before my rune class. So, I guess I'll slip that in there because it is being held at ceremonial. Yeah. Um, so, if you would like to learn about how to get started with runes, you can sign up still. I believe there's still some spots left. We have that link down below. Yep. Um, do you want to tell them where they can find us at?
1: You can follow us over on X. We still do tweet a lot. It's at edpro underscore pg. Is it
0: called Xing?
1: It's called X. No, I'm saying
0: when I, it's a tweeting, do they call it X? People
1: still call it tweeting because it doesn't
0: make.
1: X- some things just don't don't make sense I and mean, you have it encoded in people's brains for decades why it switch it up whatever anyways <laughs> okay so we are on x and we still do tweet a lot it's at ed pro underscore pgh you can follow us over on instagram tumblr tiktok facebook pretty much everywhere at edda arlene or a variation of that yes um, we are mainly active on Instagram and Twitter, so if you like any updates on the things that we do, the courses that Eda will be teaching, the readings whenever um, they're done for the public, or any updates on the things that we do and the things that we create, follow us on Instagram. That's at Edda Arlene. Um, and then you can follow us over on YouTube where we post Reiki-infused videos frequently at at Arlene. Go like and subscribe. And if you're listening to this podcast on any platform and you like what we do and like want to hear us talk some more, leave us a review um, and make sure you subscribe because we really appreciate it.
0: Yes. And um, also, I want to mention this because we keep forgetting to say it. Uh, at the end of every episode, there's like this ambient music you guys might have noticed if you've listened to our episodes before. We infuse that with Reiki just a disclaimer so if you want to stick around for free Reiki at the end of this episode it's there and it's at the end of literally every one of
1: our episodes every single episode since day one so go check out four seasons worth of Reiki as yeah. well <laughs> yeah. it's like our bonus, bonus content yeah and
0: we always forget to mention that
1: there's Reiki infused so
0: yeah we're going to try to remind you guys um,
1: and I, I want to talk about our website
0: what's on our website if
1: you go to edarlene.com slash reiki and sign up for our email list you get a free reiki session on the first of every month at 8 p.m eastern standard time and if you like what we do please consider becoming a patron thank you to everybody who has become a patron and who have donated to help us we appreciate it and you can go to our shop edarlene.com shop and check out our oracle card decks books and the things that we create thank you
0: all right let's get in the episode
1: all right let's go guys we are back with leslie mcallister the owner of ceremonial right here in pittsburgh come check it out we love your store. we love you too like, yeah we're so grateful to have been able to connect with you it's been a really interesting year and yeah. you're one of those amazing people that we were able to connect with. So we're so happy to have you on the podcast. Oh, yeah, I'm
2: I so know. happy to be here. <laughs> is, yeah. yeah. And this is, um, you know, I was so excited to to meet you as well when we had the potluck. Yeah. And so I'm grateful to... Yeah, our listeners know about this? the potlucks. Yeah, they
1: know yeah. about potlucks. They
0: do. In your shop, because we've been promoting the tarot
1: readings. Oh so, my God. Yeah.
2: yeah so, like, a lot of our listeners are
1: probably... Probably fangirling. So <laughs> much, like so
2: much too that you know with classes and stuff that you're doing and yeah. it will just continue and continue and continue so yeah yeah we're actually too like that's what's happening over there right now is we're breaking down that huge block so we can have a proper reading nook oh, oh yeah okay. that be nice like, okay well yeah. this is happening more and more and more now. Let's not just throw you in the back by the mirror. Let's like have you <laughs> up the front and comfortable and in a proper spot, you know? Yeah. Oh, so. that's cool. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, that is really nice. You have nice.
1: a lot of different guest readers that come through. Mm. Yeah. And your yeah. your event calendar is pretty extensive every month. So everybody, check it out. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Tatiara. Yeah. yeah. She um was a guest on our show right. and she reads at your shop. Yeah. So Yeah. Um yeah, we did talk about your shop a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a ridiculous about <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: it, yeah. Turns out. Thank <laughs> 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 you.
0: I think about it like what? <laughs> so great. So yeah, it's great having you on so the listeners can like, you know, hear from the She's, owner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So
1: this person it is. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah,
0: That's so funny. Like, um, yeah, life is crazy. Yeah, it um, is. And so like for this episode, we wanted to chat about a little bit about grief. I know we mentioned that. Um, But we can start off with something lighthearted if you want. Yeah. If you want to tell our listeners about yourself and your
1: practice. Yeah, how you got to where you are now. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like what makes I up like, you? You. <laughs>
2: yeah. what makes that mean? Oh my god. Oh my god.
1: Oh my god. Um,
2: yeah, well, okay, so um I've oh boy, where do I even start, you know? Um I you know, I think I've always identified as witch. I have always identified as witch, even as a little girl. Um is where I first you know, I was actually just talking to my therapist yesterday and I was like, It's so interesting that I don't remember a lot of actual events in my early childhood years, like the ages between three, four, five, six, you know, I, I hear of all these people that are remembering all these point, you know, like these really clear moments of early childhood, but I remember my dreams from early childhood, which is so interesting. Yeah. I was more connected to my dream world when I was younger than I was to the physical world. So, like, I'll have just little bits of, like, emotional moments as a child, like when the sun was shining through a room or something like that. But it's the dreams that I remember the most. And I'm sharing this because one of the first indications that I knew that I was a witch was um, this dream that I had when I was, like, three, four, five years old. It was very, very early on. And there was this witch chasing me around my family home. And I kept like I had my cat. Let's see, yeah. So I would have been like four or five years old because we got this cat when I was about that age. And I was running around the house with this with my cat, trying to like protect the both of us from this witch, thinking that, you know, this hag, crone, you know, archetypical version of this like Eastern European kind of witch energy. Um, you know, like the nose and the wrinkles and the and the you know the the garb and um, not even the hat, more of like, like, um, like a head wrap. Okay. Like a handkerchief over the head, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and she finally cornered me in the basement, and she put this beam in the side of my nose. And she's, you know, I don't recall exactly what she said, but I felt, like emotionally, I felt like it was an initiation. Mm -hmm. that you know like this is who you are this is who you've agreed to be in this lifetime this is how you will show up we will guide you we will guard you we will inspire you and you know as a little kid you're taught that this image is bad and evil and you know so so much so many religions have taught us that and so much of so much of fear we'll just call it fear has taught us that the witch or the crone or the hag is evil and bad you know, so I immediately thought that as a child. And now, as I've like unpacked it more, we all know, like, Hag the Chrome, is, like, yeah, the yeah, guy, the yeah. greatest elder, the greatest version of wisdom, um, and wizened uh, ability that that um, comes through for each and every one of us. She was the earliest memory, and from that moment forward, and even before that, you know, I was always very much. You know, I wanted to watch all the Scooby-Doo about Halloween. I wanted to, you know, I loved the witch and the Looney Tunes cartoons tunes. You know, I was always connected to the witch archetype. Um, that I can remember for sure. So it all started in the very beginning just through the dream world and learning about the dream world. And um, my great-grandmother was an astrologer and a card reader and an astral traveler and did a lot of um, research and reading in and, and her own... Um, practice on you know out-of-body experience and near-death experience and she had really incredible experiences in Gettysburg walking through cemeteries walking through the battlefields she saw had a you know out-of-body experience seeing herself as a a soldier during that period of time and um, she saw this in me very early on and I do recall her saying um, one day she said Pian, how was your day and um, I said well it was very interesting I had a dream last night and it came true this morning and she looked at my grandmother and she's like I told you that she has it Wow so wow. that was like my first experience and then as we all know I, I think there are a good majority of people especially with your listeners and maybe even yourselves who go through this period then this quest of am I am I not Mm -hmm. is this for me is it not for me Mm -hmm. then the fear sets in and of course i went to a catholic college i'm not catholic but i you know i went to this so then i started to oh maybe this is bad Mm. you know so you you definitely kind of go through this somewhat existential crisis of am i really a witch is this what i'm really supposed to be doing so there was a period of time that i fell into fear Okay. But um ultimately from the ages of like you know early childhood to about 12, 13, 14 years old, I was really into it. I was reading runes, I was pulling tarot cards. I was making little spells in the backyard. I was you know doing all of that. And then around 15,16, I had met a high school friend. He was very, very religious. And really encouraged me to like let her take my books and my decks and take them to her priest and burn them and all of that kind of thing Mm -hmm. Um, so that that period then there then I went through a period from like probably 15 16 to about 18 Mm -hmm. where I really questioned it and then at 21 I reclaimed the witch completely within myself and from that moment on I have never looked back Wow. That I love it back yeah. yeah yeah you know and then all so you know for me as a child too kind of oh. you know this and and I'm sure you've talked about this already but when I would see things as a kid um, it was a lot of like undulation of shadows and mm-hmm. shadow images and things out of the corner of my eye and um, I could sense and feel energy very very poignantly and clearly and um you know, I, it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't really know what to to do with it or to make of it at that time, and so I repressed it, like mm-hmm. I think so many of us do.
1: Yeah. You, you do? Yeah. thousand percent. Yeah, thousand percent. You can tell yeah. everybody. Yeah. I, I'll tell everybody. Yeah. Sure, whatever. I'm totally out of the closet. Yeah. <laughs> but when I was a little kid, like our bloodline's very interesting on both sides, and I was able to see see spirits see things and i fully suppressed that when i got into like my early 20s because i was so tired of not being able to communicate that stuff but i would talk to like our mom and like our grandparents on both sides and they were just like it's fine they were just trying to protect me from outside scrutiny and strange people but yeah it's funny yeah. how we suppress things, like our natural abilities. Oh. Yeah. So now I'm like on a quest of trying to unlock all that stuff again and trying to undo that all that deep inner child and like teenage healing. Yeah. Because I have blocks, like severe blocks I've built just from fear. Yeah. So it's funny your story is like I was like, Yeah. 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 <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 I have well, we were talking about Jesus before you started recording and yeah. one of my like one of my earliest experiences of seeing spirit energy was seeing Jesus oh, wow. in the, like, the threshold of my doorway. Wow. I used to wake up in the middle of the night. I could never like sleep through the night by myself because I was always being mm, <laughs> <like visiting. laughs> yeah. and woken yeah. up or having really vivid prophetic dreams. Or So I was waking up in the middle of the night and I would choose like my going to my brother's room, my sister's or my parents' yeah. or to sleep the rest of the night. And I woke up and there he was. In the threshold of this doorway, and I was, just, and it was again like another. So interesting to be like visited by the witch, <laughs> and then to be visited yeah. by the so, other yeah. witch. Yeah, yes, I. Yeah, you know, I'm so glad you said that about Jesus too. Cause yes. I,
0: like love, like folk, you know, going into like history and stuff like that, and it's like no, he was like a magician. He was yeah. definitely a teacher, and like Mary Magdalene is so interesting, and it's it's crazy how it's all been lost, like all. And I, I always say witches know the figures from the Bible, like, the angels and Jesus and all of them so much better than actual, like, re- you know, Christians or whatever because, like, you're actually reading the mythology. You're actually reading the history, like, how the religion evolves, like, going in and doing all the work minus, like, all of the, I don't want to say dogma, but just, like... You have the this, other stuff. Yeah, you have this, like, freedom to explore the energies without having influence from other people is what I feel like it is. Yeah. But yeah, I just I don't know, I just feel like everybody I know who is into witchcraft really knows the Bible or really yeah. knows. Some it. sort of texture. Right? Yeah. <laughs> really or or <the> some...
1: texture. <laughs> yeah. You know scripture. yeah. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. know the texture. Oh yeah the texture. <laughs> yeah of this world. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. You'd, like, I would literally, because we, we shared a room when we were little, and yeah. she had the up-the-top bunk, mm-hmm. and well, our house was really, really, really old, so it was so lots of activity. Really haunted, yeah. And um, there was just one, like, Victorian, you know, like, the ghost, like, oh, Victorian, like, this is for, Victorian woman used to pace in our room every wow. night every at the night. same exact time. So I made my bed into, like, a tent to, like, shield me from it, and then when I couldn't do that, I would jump and, her, and I, so I slept <laughs> in her bed for years <laughs> yeah. out of fear yeah. of it all. But lack of understanding and, you know, education on it all.
2: You know what? And and not to be jumping all over the place, but I, I just have to, like, applaud a lot of parents that are raising children right now because mm-hmm. they're so... And, and having a shop, I, I get very, very pri- privileged to witness so many parents coming in very, very available to their children. Yeah very open to what their children are seeing and feeling like the generations that are coming in now are having s- they're going to have this purity because they didn't have to repress it yes didn't have to hide it's so much yeah. more acceptable yeah. now yeah so it makes me think what well it g- makes me think it gives me hope and it, it excites me to be like the world that we're going like these children that are living and coming up now are going to pave such an incredible way for so many yeah, and that really is the goal is like the activation of, of the vibration raising yeah. We're all we all have this promise to remember who we are and raise our vibration and mm-hmm. and Encourage other people to also raise their vibrations Yeah, And so then when we can all begin to raise our vibrations. We're now all living in this harmoniously high vibrational world and when we're doing that we're healing the earth and we're creating more of a connection to as above, so below. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's probably nothing that we'll see in our lifetime, but it is the goal. Like, because so many people are like, everybody's waking up. TikTok has become this platform of so many people. Like, it was really, really (laughs) present on TikTok for the first couple years, and then, or even the first three years, and then I just kind of took a break from it for a while, and I'm definitely feeling a call to come back to it. But um, there was so much happening, especially during, when, when TikTok first came out, And I was on there, just dying timing, you know, I just happened to be there and got on and started doing this work on there and and was um, noticing how many beautiful, youthful generations were so ready to wake up to this. Were so ready to be a part of claiming, reclaiming, remembering. Like having sovereignty
0: in our spirituality, for Mm -hmm. sure. There's, when I, we mentioned Tatiara earlier, and she, when she did a reading for me, um, Sean got it for my birthday. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I was excited about it. Yeah. And she told me um, that it was really important that I keep, like, being myself with this, my spirituality, and with, like, magic, and all of that. And, And she's with me art, too, she's combining, like, both of them. And she's a second reader that's told me that, and she said that it's because you're going to affect people that you don't realize. She said there's a lot of people that are going to look up to you and feel safe speaking about the weird things that happen to them and speaking about like how they don't want to have a, like a conventional, you know, life or however it is. And she said that what you were saying, she said it's like a, it'll go down the line. And she said so if I stop being open about who I am. Then I'm gonna like cut off that for people, and she's like, you never know like who's who you're gonna inspire, and she said Mm -hmm. it's important for like everybody. And it makes me think of um, we did a we go to the graveyard. We started doing it well this year we couldn't because it rained, but around this time of year we do like a underworld thing Um, because our one friend is very much involved with Persephone and um, Hades, and so we were in the graveyard last year, and these kids happened to bike past us. And they were really curious and so it all, we always talk about it like what if we were that point for them you know for that because we were, we're just definitely like some, some lore <laughs>
2: or some lore yeah yeah
1: and we, we
0: weren't like <laughs> there was a singing bowl and like i mean it was like a circle we were yeah. like sitting down because whenever you what well, the way we do it with hades is like you sit on the ground and you like hit the ground there's people do different things yeah. um so it wasn't like it was scary or anything like mm-hmm. that but but I always think
1: about, like, that There's a bunch of people dressed in all black with candles lit, a, a skull, and a dagger, like, you know, a fame in the that. ground. Like, I think it was a little jarring for these people. Maybe, but the kids were curious. Um, the kids were very curious. It was like a Halloween movie. Yeah. It was like really, like, something. if we were little, we would have been like, oh my god. Yeah. We saw witches. Would yeah, part of that. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. So that, that's, like, the hope. <laughs> Yeah. I think, like, it would be. I think so. The kids like this couple of kids kept circling like very curious. Not yeah. like, oh no, run. But when one of the parents saw what was happening, they were like,
2: "No. Get away." <laughs> like, yeah.
1: "Stay away." Because you know, you don't understand things and it can have Repercussions, but it was fine. We're yeah. probably just another lore for that area. Yeah, it's so fun. yeah. <laughs> it was fun. We but it's it. what yeah. like you said. Like that was probably the starting off point for at least one of those children yeah. for oh. their future. Yeah, like
0: did we? We weren't even gonna do that graveyard, and then we decided to do it. Like I don't know, last minute. So it's like how the universe works. I feel like it sets you up in certain positions where it can like cause this chain reaction for somebody, <laughs> and you don't even. Connect the dots or realize it. We're all tools Um, of the divine. Yeah. Yeah, It sounds dramatic, but it's
1: true. Yeah. Let it be dramatic. Think about it like how many blessings are answered through people. Yeah. Every. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it's someone's choice they were deciding to do. Yeah. So that's how the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, works through us yeah because we're all just a reflection oh yeah yeah. absolutely even when
0: we're down (laughs) yeah Yeah. I will say um, so we've all experienced huge losses very close together and I always think about how the universe aligned these communities that we've like become a part of while we were going through that like you know with you and like the support you've been giving us and a couple other like magic shops around the area I mean, the menagerie, we went in and Patrick did the service for our mom because we didn't know who else to do. Like He was the only person we knew that did anything like that. And so it was like the witches, like the Pittsburgh art community. And and, like like, witches. Witches like really came through and like... I don't know it's like crazy that support that you get from these communities and I think that like it all happens for a reason and I think that we've gotten
1: more support from total strangers than actual close people yeah and it's out it shows you like there's still a lot of good people in this world yeah and it's amazing how it is the fringes of society that end up showing the most love yeah it's weird yeah it's peculiar but yeah if we can talk about stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I think we should. Because, mm-hmm. like, what would well, be, be the timing, you know? Yeah. Like, I couldn't Because your R's were a week off. I know. I couldn't um, believe it either. No. Um, yeah. I
2: mean, When I had heard the news about yeah what the two of you were going through, I just, it put a heart my dagger right through my heart, you know? Yeah. And it was like...
0: I mean, you were here, what, it was like two weeks prior. No, I was, I was trying, trying to, to control you. you. Oh, and... You. <laughs> All of a sudden, yeah. I mean, it's it's something else, but it's something we all experience, but Yeah, we don't talk about.
1: Yeah, so. I also think it's a lesson that we all have to be present and appreciate every moment, especially the people that we care about, because you have no idea what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if it's somebody who is sick and has been sick, or if it's somebody who knows, you never yeah. know what's going to happen, so it's like a reminder yeah to stay present.
2: Yeah, we, we were talking a lot about that too after my father had passed because, so for anybody listening, my dad had passed in the beginning of September and had really kind of been going through it for yeah. a few years and in the, the last, last nine months were, were really critical for him. Um, and so we were blessed with a beautiful opportunity to be very present, to prepare, um, to say everything we needed to say, you know, and then, right, there are some folks that it happens like that, and you don't have the time to prepare or to, you know, process through. And we were we were discussing the, the day that he was buried. We were all sitting around the, the fire, and it was like, so what's worse, you yeah, know? It's yeah. like you either, you know, I've... I've been grieving my father for the last four years. Yeah. You know, and so now I'm at a place where grief just has to process through me naturally, as if it's a cycle, mm-hmm. which it is for some folks, where you experience it so quickly. Then you go into a process where you have to grieve now. Like maybe, I I I don't even know what to say. It's just all sort of. Um, hypothetical you know like I don't so now does that mean you have to grieve over the next few years like through this whole process and not getting a chance to say everything you needed to say so I'm curious to hear your side of it and how you've also I'm also interviewing you (laughs) Um, curious to hear your side of it and how you've like utilized ritual and your practice with mind body spirit to connect in with your grief as well. you can go first.
0: Um, It's fine, we had the same discussion, like the six, there's six of us siblings, and we were like, what's worse, um, having it drawn out or having it be fast because, so we had concluded we liked not knowing because like then we were normal and then things went crazy. Yeah. and I had experienced. We've been experiencing a lot of like. Yeah, we're we lost, no stranger to loss. Yeah, like our, our grandparents. Since 2020, it's like we've been losing a lot of like loved ones. Um, but for my fiance, his grandmother was 100, and or she was 101, and she was on hospice, and we had to go to Michigan back and forth. And you know, she is aware that she's passing away, and, and that was probably the hardest for me. And. So there's never a good time like you're like, oh well, she's a hundred, it's what's expected and you're like, yeah, but she's lo- like she loves them, she doesn't want like all the grandchildren like it was something else, and it made me think like I remember talking to her I was like, I don't know if I can go through that with mom and um so like I feel like it was easier for us, like me and us like knowing the nature of like my siblings and how I am um to have it not be expected. It doesn't make it. Better. it's just like for me I feel like I would process it a little bit better um, one thing we did one thing that happens I think when you lose people is you always think what could I have done differently and so that was something together we were like it's I think it's like a, a healing response you're trying it's just natural like you're trying to figure out how to avoid that pain again so that was something we had established within our siblings like we're not looping on this like there's nothing we could have done differently And it was weird. We were getting intuitive things. I kept pulling in terror. I was pulling that something big was going to happen. And we were both had this fear that our mom was going to pass. It was like out of the blue. Um, So it felt like we were being prepared in a spiritual sense. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Weeks. Weeks before. It was weeks. um, Consistently. With readings. uh, I... Was getting readings and people were saying I was gonna go to the underworld. Um, that I was gonna have to go there to process some things mm-hmm. and um, things like that. So I knew something but I didn't know it was gonna. I didn't want to think it would be that. Um, even like Amadea had mentioned something about like there being a big shift, and she did a reading for me, and I was having some different guides come in that were more underworld leaning, um, and I thought I just needed it for to be more balanced because mm-hmm. I am always, like, sun and love and, like, you know, yeah. art and, like, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, you and, and I are, like, on this. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, like, ooh, Aphrodite. And, oh. and, like, the, um, and I just thought that maybe they, the year season was shifting and it was just time to explore certain darker, like, aspects of, of being alive. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be like, no, we're dragging you. Yeah, <laughs> so, <Literally didn't> know. <laughs> yeah um, Now I know with me personally, like in the spiritual sense, I felt like I, everything I was like, so I, I do like um, with my guides, I very much, they're teachers, I'm a student and it's almost like we do a lesson plan yeah. <laughs> and they're very organized, but I like am like that. So I think our guides show up the way we are like sometimes I'll dream I'm in a classroom and I yeah. just think that it's yeah. me. I feel like my guys are like, must be nice. yeah, <laughs> that's the night yeah. school? Yeah. yeah, I do that. I have that, had that all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, uh, I can tell when we're on like a learning path and based off of the books I'm drawn to, and then they'll say like, yeah, this is what we're doing. And then based off of the type of like divinity that might step in and I'll be like, okay, this is what I'm working on. And then it, everything got derailed, like shifted. So I knew the progression was we were going to go into darker stuff. Like it was like mm-hmm. a gradual progression of things I was like learning. And I knew I was going to be visiting the underworld again mm-hmm. um, oh. for like that type of healing. Um, but then all of a sudden it felt like it was all like just shooken up and derailed. And I'm like, I don't, I just want to go back to my regular guides, like my main spirit guides. I don't want to talk to it. I don't, you know, I don't want to try to initiate new, like, because when you're learning, I feel like there's a lot of like, work whenever you're learning different spiritual techniques or different, like, just modality. I don't, modality is probably mm-hmm. it. Like, anything new, I feel like you're putting this commitment in and you're getting yourself acquainted with the practice and with the, um, like, uh, whatever, it, like, I like different divination systems. So, you know, whatever it is I'm seeking to learn, you're, you're equating yourself with these new energies that are associated with it and it's something you know it takes something out of you and i was like i can't i don't have the capacity to to like learn this right now or like get involved with whatever you know this is and i felt like i was like completely disconnected too like and i was like angry which didn't help and i didn't because you are asking your team to help your loved one so then you start to feel this like resentment towards like thousand percent them. yeah like as a whole even when if you, you don't want to that yeah like the... you're like why didn't you help so then after that I experienced my guides were very solemn mm-hmm. and very um just in a mourning phase and I had talked to a different practitioner about it and they said that um because our energy is so linked to our spirit guides and the beings that help us, they feel that Mm -hmm. as well. And that they are feeling that immense loss that you're feeling. And um, so then my, one of my main spirits that likes to help me with like the arts and healing and stuff like that, he like sat down with me and he's like, I could not do anything. I like, there was nothing I could do that was my right to do like mm-hmm. it was a like it would have been going against what the divine like plan like what your mom had going on like mm-hmm. he was like I you know you look at me like I'm this like powerful being <laughs> like you can just like stop anything and he's like I like could not do anything and he's like and my guides are like they cry and stuff mm-hmm. with me I mean that's just how my relationship is with them and he's like crying and he's like I just like I couldn't like I could not and Help you. So then, that's when I started to rebuild that with my spirit team. Um, and I, then I would have them. I'd have these dreams, and they would like check in. Um, so and they, but they were always dressed in like funeral clothes. Like I even like um, I had one of the last dreams I had with different divinities and stuff that I've engaged with checking in. Um, and my spirit guides. I had Archangel Michael showed up, and he um, he had on an all black suit, and I thought he was like I. Because usually whenever I have his his energy, it's, like, light. It's, like, um, I don't know. I don't usually see him in, as, like, a physical being. So I didn't know it was him at first. And I was, like, who is this individual? I know I'm, like, lucid dreaming right now. Like, I know this is a divinity because it's happening so much. I'm, like, who is that? And then I looked into his eyes, and then I was, like, it's Michael. And he was, like, I just haven't checked in on you yet Mm. and then that's whenever I was like okay they care (laughs) like I can stop being angry (laughs) (laughs) it's like all right sorry guys I didn't mean to be like so crazy (laughs) (laughs) um, so that's what my path has been is like re-tying those bonds with my team and um but there was a couple weeks where I felt very, I feel like I was just talking to my mom. Like mm-hmm. I was just talking to her the whole time. But that's, maybe that's how it was supposed to be. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, and that's like what's trippy mm-hmm. about like all the stuff we're involved in is that you see the signs. Yes. And you see it. Yeah. And, you, and our, like especially our loved ones, like they know, three, three, three. three. Yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. They know exactly how to communicate with you. Yeah. And that was one of the first downloads I got after getting home from the hospital was yeah. I'm sorry, it's really sensitive. It's um, but like the same thing, I was really angry. Because mm-hmm. we were all in the room, like, our whole family were all very spiritual and we all connect with the angels and all that. So we're all praying and hoping that they could do something and yeah. like you know when it's you know every when you know when you know and like we already knew that it was too late. And I got home and I was just like, Why? Like I don't understand and like yeah. no one's ready and that's when we realized like there is never a good age for someone that you care about to leave mm, no, it's never, never. easier at 101 or at 26 yeah. or at 50 however yeah. old 60 62 yeah. it's never easy and like I said like so I was having that moment like on the knees moment and that's when I had that download and I was saying how like our deceased loved ones know exactly how to communicate with us yeah. and to pay attention to the signs and like my mom would say that in her waking life would say, like, we're always connected. We're always with you. And so, like, that's, like, the only thing that's, like, beautiful about, like, the life that we chose is that we can seek out that communication.
0: Well, we went to a necromant or a guy that... Yeah,
1: immediately after because, like, she died at the hospital. He, like, like, not want her to be trapped. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: we went... um, It's a friend we have, and he... um that's one of his spiritual things is that he can speak with the dead and he helps them. Some people call him death doulas. Um, yeah. that's like his realm. And he actually lost his wife in between that time period. It was what? Two weeks. Prior well, really?
2: Launch. It was, it was only Every, like yes. oh, maybe two it's or three so weeks. So many people so like, many. In, in my family too. Like my mom's, it's been crazy. It's just, this was a, a big portal. There had to have been some something.
0: And because his was unexpected and she um went to the hospital and then it turned out something they thought was minor was it was like oh some back pain it was something very serious and then within a week's like span she had passed and so but like he speaks with the spirits and stuff and so he like he still talks to her and everything but we went straight to him and we just to make sure that our mom got through got over okay and and that's what's nice about believing in all of it, that you can go in and, like, communicate with them, you know, to some degree, and, um, and then we had, like, a reading, and he's, like, saying how she's gonna help us, and, you know, all of that stuff, so, um, that, I thought that helped us a little bit. No, that
1: helped significantly, but, like, as far as, like, spiritual practice, like, I'm just now trying to get back into my routine, because I was so shut off and angry about everything, because... We don't have the understanding. We probably never will, but bad things happen, but there's always a reason for these things. Even things that we don't understand, there's always going to be mm-hmm. a reason for that in our reality eventually. Mm-hmm. So there's a lesson with everything. Even though knowing that truth still doesn't make it easier. Yeah, I always it was exactly. called, like blessing and disguise. Yes, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, so that's, yeah. What, that's what I was trying to get across.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I, was, I had a reading today and I was talking to it the client about this but there was this point in time where I was talking to my guy I was just like really upset and I was like you don't understand it's hard because I don't know like all I'm doing is working with what I have in the back because that's all I can like see is the past and I'm like so of course it's hard to shift my like belief systems and stuff because I can't. that's all I know and and so, like, oh, you have to stay present. And I'm like, I know, but it's still hard. And then I said, I don't. I just like broke it. I was like, I, you know, you guys love me. I'm just gonna say it. I was like, you guys can see everything. You don't operate in time like I do. And I was like, you have the advantage. Yeah. And I'm like. I'm like getting, I'm not angry at him, I'm just like, you don't understand, and then da, da da. And then they were like, well, okay, here, why don't you show us? They give me this visual, like, okay, show us. I'm like, okay, imagine this. I'm like, everything's black. All right, so you guys are with me everything's black. And he's like, yeah, and I said you're just like walking. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, I have no idea where I'm going. And then I feel like something grabbed my hand, and then I felt something like touch my like shoulders. And it was like, that's why you need us. He was like, mm-hmm. you hold my hand because I can see for you. And I was yeah. like, okay, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I had a meltdown. Yeah. And, like, they basically were saying, we guide, we can see, we guide you, so you just have to trust. Us. And he literally was like, take my hand, and here we go. And then I was like, okay, all right, I feel better now. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. It, it really is
2: hard to, I, I think, that is one of the biggest things about being a spiritual person especially when very difficult things like this happen is that you do have to surrender yeah and that it is you know this kind of um i always call them superpowers you know the superpower yeah. of trust the superpower of you know just leaning into again divine timing you know just one foot in front of the other and just, you know, as much as you can. I think the one th- how I've been dealing with grief is that I just, I'm doing what my physical person mm-hmm. needs to do every single day. Shh, wake up, begin a ritual every morning that grounds you, pay your bills, yeah. <laughs> pay your taxes, do what you need to do, open the store, continue to move forward, you know, and, and it's, It it gives, it's giving me structure, I'm I'm speaking for myself in this because I'm sure it's not true for everybody, but it it has given me structure to kind of find, um, a lean on a routine Mm. because it is like, it is a very deep underworld descent again, you know. And for you and I, who love to live in the light, and <laughs> yeah, I do too. Yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. But like all of this is teaching us. So there's how do I want to say it? There is. It's it's giving us even more depth, and I don't mean that we're that we don't have depth, but it's 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 giving us an understanding of the balance of both mm-hmm. worlds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: for sure I think there's a lot of lessons like in that and then I think too like it you can help other people um, because you know how it feels and what it's like to be in those darker moments and then maybe like even find beauty within like that you know yeah yeah, it is something else like a learning and going into that like you said the descent um, yeah, I think of like the myth, the Inanna myth, yeah. um, you know, and how she had to get rid of everything, go mm-hmm. down there, but she came back more powerful. Yeah. So that's what I, I think happens.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, and that's why I feel so connected to like Inanna and mm-hmm. Ishtar and yeah. Persephone and, you know, even Aphrodite and Venus. They're very much, you know, they are goddesses of love and war. They are not afraid to descend yeah. Venus as a star makes her cycle every year and the light and then you know the morning star to the evening star you know it is the whole like dark descent cycle and I feel very connected to all of those things. Um, and like the, the whole process with my dad too, I was the the I was the only one with him when, when he passed. When wow. he made that decision to pass, wow. he decided that I would be there, my soul decided that I would be there. Mm-hmm. And it was really, um, it was very apparent to me because everybody just left. Wow. Went to bed. And I was like, he's actively dying right now. Does everybody know this? I was like, why are you leaving? You're yeah. leaving? You're falling asleep? Okay, oh I guess God. it's me. Like, I'm doing this. And wow. it was like, and I, I just, you know, I just s- s- surrendered. Like, mm. okay, it's you and me. I'm not surprised because... He was the one that had the witchcraft books. He, wow. you know, he, it was his family line that holds oh, wow. all of the, you know, witchy heritage. It's he and I that always went hunting for ghosts. It's, it was always there in my life that he was always the one mm-hmm. that was like, you're a witch. Wow. You come from a line of witches. He didn't say that. Mm-hmm. We always joke that he's like, but are you really a witch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like incantations. Like, do you do like, do you like circle and do? Like, yeah, Dad. I'm like, oh my God. But yeah, so it was no surprise that he was like, you're the one that's going to take me through those gates. Wow. Mm-hmm. And and it was like, it, I mean, and I had created a space of ritual. I was I was mm-hmm. a watchdog for my father okay the, the when I knew that Friday he died on a Monday I knew that entire weekend from Friday Saturday Sunday Monday it was like it's on we are in 24-hour ritual mm-hmm. we are consistently holding space it is a hush-hush environment you want to laugh and giggle and like go out yeah. to the patio please like keep the and this is what the hospice nurse told me and I was like, Oh, this is my language. I can do this. Yeah, I can yeah. make this space hallowed. You know, yeah. sacred. Yeah. And we did, like, I immediately got rid of all of his medications and I built an altar where all of that stuff was and we just mm. created this like his mother and his father and his childhood things that he loved and a candlelit and um you know, and I really just sat by his side, like preparing this four day ritual of ushering him across that threshold it was uh, the most beautiful thing I could have ever experienced in my life, to hold him in my arms mm. you know to feel, to actually, I had my head on his belly, I felt the last mm. breath go out of his entire body mm. it was I can I, I oh. can't even describe like what I'm grateful for it yeah mm. wow and you know I could feel the gates opening I could feel it happen I could feel the ancestors coming in I knew it was mm-hmm. close I you know like you know and this whole time too we were like come on go ahead go ahead go ahead mm-hmm. and finally in that moment I was like take all the time you need mm-hmm. you just I'm, you go when you're ready I'm not gonna tell you when to go yeah but yeah it was that descent Mm-hmm. and you know it's something it's like I'm so appreciative of the death doulas in the world because I don't think I could do this for a handful of people absolutely not, <laughs> not. it's no. definitely a
0: calling um, for sure I think uh, we had we don't have the episode or it might be up when this comes up um, we were talking about Santa Marte um, we had a devotee on our um, podcast and she was speaking about people who get into death doula work because of that connection with Santa Marte And it's definitely a calling. Um, She was describing it like they like I don't know. It's just they feel pulled to it. Yeah. Um, It was really interesting, but I couldn't. I couldn't do it.
2: It's amazing. I I will say that there is a pull that I feel towards it, but it's not yet for me. Like it's a Mm. crone time thing that I would do. Mm -hmm. Like maybe in my sixties and Mm seventies, I would yeah do it but I, it's, I'm not ready yet to do it, but this was definitely like that first moment that I was like, wow. wow. I don't know if I could do this for everybody, but I'm also hearing like, yeah, when you it's were describing to you. it. <laughs> yeah, when you described it, I was like, wow, it's really beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I felt like, I
0: was like, I wonder if she's going to do that. And then you of yeah. uh, like,
2: yeah. I had this yeah, it will be so interesting to see how it wants to come up yeah. in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of feel like I'm at the threshold of it now. I was talking with a, a fellow practitioner and friend, and I was sharing this story with her. Uh-huh. And she said, listen, death, death doesn't have to be the end of a human life. Be the end of a job, the end of a relationship, the end of an ego death, mm-hmm. you know, any yeah. of that kind of stuff, that you're already doing this work. Her sister is a death doula, mm-hmm. and she's like, you're already doing this work. You're doing this work in the readings and the sessions that you're having with your clients. You're ushering them through these thresholds. You're doing it in the work when you're circling with people. You're walking in that underworld space, and you're sharing these messages with them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it does show up. And when she mentioned mm-hmm. that, I thought, oh my gosh, of course, we're already attached to the idea of like, oh no, I have to be present at end of life. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, it's like cycles of life. Wow. Where it shows yeah, up. So it's because, you know, that's stunning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the word description.
0: I, yeah, I never thought of it that no. way. Really. Um, wow. So it's really interesting. I feel like they'll guide you. Like it'll be natural. Whenever you do get in more head into that work, it'll just be something that naturally happens. Yeah. Because you know? it'll be slowly,
1: like it will clearly present itself.
0: Yeah, <laughs> these like slow integrations into it, like your experience with your father and yeah that type of thing. Like and then eventually you'll be ready. Um, it's
2: really interesting. Yeah. It is. Wow. <laughs> but you know, like we're pupils in all of this, mm-hmm. and so it's like. Oh God! I don't want to do that. I don't really want to do it. No, yeah. oh, please don't make me do that. Okay, I'll do that. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. oh, God, ten I years from now we're in the same conversation. Yeah. Oh no! Like, I'm not, and like yeah. the way with you repressing it. Yeah. Do you remember we're getting up in the middle of the night at a friend's house in LA, and I was peeing, and I was sitting there peeing, and I just out loud I was like, "Uh, nope, <laughs> no, I don't want to see you.
1: Go, go back to wherever you are. I'm just trying to have a pee and get back to
0: bed." Uh, that's, I heard some. There was somebody. Um, I forget who I was talking to, and they said spirits love showing up when i'm in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: so true yeah. we laugh about this all the time yeah. is that like that's where i get the most activity information <laughs> and activity well then i was like well yeah because it's water mm-hmm. because water is spirit energy yeah. Is yeah. yeah all of that
0: very true yeah they were like it happens all the time that's hilarious it's like in
1: the shower like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like hey i'm just trying to my bits yeah. and pieces here, you know <laughs> yeah. like they're like peeking around yeah <laughs> like, boundaries, boundaries yeah yeah, yeah you're like this means
2: nothing to me <laughs> this is why i have an altar <laughs> <laughs> exactly this is the
0: space i've told you guys it.
2: i've heard some people call their altar a phone booth which i think is really oh, cool because yeah. it is it yeah. is like such a receiver it is a place yeah. of creating that conversation yeah and I think like you know, that's probably my bad for being like, okay, wait a second, my boundary my boundary needs to be stronger. Like this uh, is where you meet me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not while I'm on but the job. No, yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> where you guys feel like it's great. Like, like I'm a human.
0: I have to remind you guys it. Yeah. I yeah. know this physical yeah, form. But... Body. I don't know. I've noticed there's places that I end up being like, Well, I guess this is gonna be a little sacred space now. Like my where do my art it's like slowly becoming this like space that has a little nook where I have like a candle and I'm like oh now there's like this here and now there's an incense, and I'm like oh you guys think this is sacred now okay
2: (laughs) I've noticed that too we were laughing about that in the moon studio because Chris had come in and Chris is like do you see what's happening here? I'm like, yeah, an altar is being yeah. built on this. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, like, it's, it's yeah. so funny. I can even feel like it's the light. There's, like, light and dark aspects yeah. on, on opposite side of each other that are coming together to make a goal. But it does. It, like, assembles it just itself. It decides
0: it. It's weird. I feel like it's my, like, or maybe, like, our higher selves, or, like, our that part that knows that you're, like, not consciously aware of, and they just, like, kind of take the wheel
2: or something. Yeah. Like, it just slowly, like... Like you, you said, like, takes your hand and guides you. Yeah. Here, put this here, put this there. We had a, a practitioner come and do a really incredible workshop about opening the gates to be really connected to your ancestors. And this was um, before we officially had the Moon Studio. Um, I've been teaching up here for years, but okay. I've officially taken it over in the last year. But <clears throat> he talks about, he was talking about how you know we're always divinely inspired because of the whisperings of our guides in mm-hmm. our ear like everything you know from da vinci to einstein to tesla to like any invention is the whispering of the divine mm-hmm. which i have always thought is so stunning to me yeah right so on a huge scale like that or on an everyday scale like building an altar yeah. as you see that because your art is a form of your magic and yeah you see that come through as you're beginning to build a sacred space around what yeah. you're creating. Yeah, it's, it's like so of course this makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're like obviously but there there they are, like whispering into <laughs> yeah. your ear and creating this like Yeah, it's, it's like oh. it's amazing. I I know there's so many people waking up to their their guides and spirit mm-hmm. energy and spirit communication and ancestral communication and I just can't I, I don't know if I'll get an opportunity to mm. see the whole world vibrating yeah. at, at one point so connected with spirit conversation But I mean when we start to realize that it really is divine oh, yeah. inspiration yeah. that yeah. We're, we're experiencing here to create these things like the shop the studio. It was all through intuition mm. It wow. was it was like oh, okay. This has to happen. Yeah. You know, it was just one step. Okay. Just build the space It's kind of like the movie field of dreams (laughs) build it build it Mm -hmm. move forward it'll make sense you know yeah Yeah. trust it I believe
0: that because like you get excited I feel like whenever something's divinely guided you also feel good about it like there might be fear like that excitement fear versus dread yeah and that's like something I use to navigate you know part of it like is this something that's divinely inspired like how do I feel about it like Oh, I'm feeling really good about it I feel I don't I'm not worried about it I just know like it's okay like this is gonna work or this is gonna be I don't know it's like hard to describe but it's like like I said you don't feel dread you're not worried it's just excitement fear type yeah. of thing.
2: I um I've been subscribing to this um, email for mm-hmm. the last probably 10 or 15 years now and it's called thoughts become things mm-hmm. And I'll get a daily email from the universe mm-hmm. and it always talks about, you know, this kind of thing. It's like, um, it's cute, it's cheeky, it's mm-hmm. light, you know, it'll be like, hey, you know, we're just it's like spirit or the universe speaking to you, you know, we're just playing um, baseball here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, i how did it say? You pitch it to me and I'll knock it out of the ballpark. And uh-huh. you have to like release the hows and the whys, and just follow through with like the end result. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's like kind of what you're saying. It's like we get the fear, the fear comes in when we get caught up with the but wait, how is that yeah. even gonna work? Like when the ego mind comes in and mm-hmm. it's like build a shop, create a deck, whatever it be, you know, how is that even gonna work? I don't have money, I don't have this, I do yeah. to do this. Stop, stop like getting entangled in the hows and the whys, leave that to me. Focus on the end, on the end point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've read a lot of books too about a divine manifestation through the lens of. Um, oh golly what book was it? There have been so many, but they were talking about one of um, like the co-founders or the co-supporters or the co-workers of IBM in the very very beginning in like the seventies and eighties, and how this person started with oh my god of all things it was not even a spiritual book it's called the e-myth okay which is a book for the entrepreneur like building up but but this guy has such a metaphysical way of talking about energy anyways Mm. so through this book he's like what is so amazing about building a business and when you're creating you have these divine thinkers you have people that think about the biggest thing and then work backwards Mm. so it's like I want to have a huge witches conference in Pittsburgh okay that's the idea then you have to work backwards towards it but it's like the it's like having the big idea thinkers of these like divinely inspired folks mm. who are like like Steve Jobs wow. I want to create this phone that's gonna change the way everybody's right yeah he didn't know how it was all going to come together necessarily but so I think about that when we're being divinely inspired and guided mm. through these things too yeah. just that's interesting try not to get entangled it's so hard because (laughs) we're being guided and yeah it is yeah yeah we don't have peripheral vision necessarily when we're doing these things but yeah. yeah oh that's interesting yeah for sure like all the little
0: bits i feel like can get in the way and then like well the past like basing it off of like what happened in the past, or, or the I've fear never, of the future. I've yeah. never done that. What happens if this fails? That type of thing. Yeah. Versus just doing what you can at your capacity and doing it one step at a time, and yeah, it's interesting <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, so have you? And I, I don't. If it's okay if I ask you this. Oh please. Um, have you tried to communicate with your father? Has he co- communicate with you since he's passed?
2: Yes. Yeah. So I know and I also wanted to like chat about dreams if you okay. can. any I've had any dreams. Yes. Yeah. So um, you yeah. know, that was the thing with he and I was that um, you know we kept um, I don't like I went, ooh,
1: here. <laughs> oh no this is gonna be a very healing episode yeah, for everybody. I yeah.
2: had my tears first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we knew, like it was getting closer and closer, and we kind of like lightly touched on it in the very beginning, that we were gonna have a word. Okay. We were gonna have a word. We were gonna have a word together, and um, we were gonna kind of agree on how he was gonna communicate. You know, mm-hmm. folks talk about seeing a cardinal or a white yeah, feather, yeah. or coins, or you know these these messages from mm-hmm. heaven. So. You know, I was like, Dad, we've got to come up with what our word is going to be. And we kept putting it off mm-hmm. and putting it off and putting it off. And he was a pretty quirky guy and had a lot of, lot of curiosities and interests. And um, one of them was spiders. He was obsessed uh, with spiders. He, was, he used to kick. <laughs> So yeah, it is very
1: interesting.
2: Yeah, it's I don't know how I think they found it at an estate sale or something. My parents love to go to estate sales. Um a box of dead brown recluses. Oh my god. Oh, okay. In a cardboard box. And people he, he used to come over and he used to be like, Do you wanna see my dead brown recluses? <laughs> oh and he'd like shake this box. like, Oh my god, Dad, you're still... so. So he was obsessed with spiders. Okay. He was obsessed with venomous spiders. And he was really obsessed with how the venom would break down the body. Mm. Oh, that's, that's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he's just very, <laughs> yeah, very he sense. was like, up at night, like watching YouTube videos. Oh, he's God. like, guess what I did last night to really creep myself out of, like, what did you do, what did you do Dad? <laughs> I watched Robert Clue's on YouTube <laughs> all night long. like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. you know, he's like, I like it. So it's interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> in, the, in the end days, you know, I would like sit there and whisper in his ear. I was like, okay, all right. It's yeah. spiders, right? It's Aww. spiders. Yeah. but here's the thing. You are not permitted to show up as a brown recluse yeah. or any venomous spider that is going to scare the crap out of me or potentially harm me. Yeah. You have to show up as little brown house spiders yeah. or little sweet, like that kind of, you know? Yeah, And um, and so we decided that that, that that would be kind of his simple... Um, and so, and then he we played a lot of music, um, in those four days that he was passing, mm-hmm. and um, he was a big fan of like the Eagles and Hotel California was mm-hmm. his favorite song, and Werewolves of London by Warren Zevon was his favorite right. song, and like all you know, um, I haven't heard that one yet. Like I know <laughs> that why are you saving that one for for the big stuff, but yeah. Um, the 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 weekend after well the spiders came almost immediately we were all giggling there was one like walking on my mother one day and we like, hold still hold still dad's hanging out here and just grabbed by the web you know and she's like oh my god no read read <laughs> <laughs> i didn't agree this i didn't agree to this now you know everybody now the whole family is yeah. like oh of course dad's a spider like that makes so much sense um but I, I hear him in lyrics, and, and he talks to me through lyrics, okay. and he talks to me through our favorite songs. Like, we were both obsessed with the movie Sweet Dreams, which was about the life of Patsy Klein. Okay. And so, um, you know, a week or two after he had passed, I was at a honky tonk jukebox, and she played, um, she sang Sweet Dreams by Patsy Klein. Mm-hmm. And then she sang, uh, oh, Jimmy Buffett. He was a huge fan of Jimmy Buffett. And she sang Margarita Bell by Jimmy Buffett. And I'm looking at Jim, my partner, and I'm like, are you kidding, are you kidding me? This is so random for this person to choose a Jimmy Buffett song. Patsy Klein, not so much, and a honky-tonk, but... Yeah, it? Buffett. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Oh, no. oh,
0: he just passed away
2: too. He yeah. Did. yeah. Well, we that he passed like a day before my dad died, and we're like, Dad, Jimmy's getting the stage set up for you. Yeah. So you better no, got, got a front row yeah. seat. Yeah. He's gonna sing
0: for <laughs> you. Don't don't fan girl too or Wow. He was like, I'm gonna like go with him. You know, it'll be great. waiting For Jimmy to get there. Yeah.
2: That's funny. It was cute, but the biggest sign that came through was 10 days after we buried him. We had the Fall Fest mm-hmm. at, out in front yeah. of the shop. And that very morning, I was like, okay, let's work together, I'm just curious, let's play. Let's just play yeah. and see, how close are you? You know, Are you here, are you around, are you, can you give me a sign today? I would love to communicate with you somehow through this, you know. Um, and. You know, I've, you know, it's it's been a struggle with the business and mm. um, I've said to him, you know, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. My dad ran, a, continued to run, was like third generation in his family business and mm. I was like, I think I need you to come on as one of my guides and help me get oh. some things sorted um, for the business. So show up today and let me know it's gonna be okay, you know. Mm. So, <clears throat> you know, Going along the day, and then I had this really beautiful woman show up, um, and she has been a really great supporter of the shop, and she had signed her daughter up, or granddaughter up, for Teen Witch the first year that we did Teen Witch camp, and so they they've come for classes, and they've just been such beautiful, wonderful people, and I can tell she's very clairvoyant and very sensitive, and she showed up, and she's like, we're here, and they don't know any of this stuff. I never never really shared any of this stuff with people. And she had on this witch's t-shirt of this, you know, witch flying on her broomstick, sort of like a sunset, and it says on a dark desert highway, um, desert wind in my hair, you know, which is the lyric (laughs) from Hotel Hotel, Hotel, California. And I absolutely was like, Oh like I just like even think of it. oh, Oh my god. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's, it's beautiful that's wow. such a beautiful moment right? I
2: know. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, we'll again about. I'm like oh my god how I called my sister and I'm like these two things don't really go together like no. you know, no. tell California these lyrics in a witch, witch yeah, really? yeah. You know,
1: like, what would yeah. be the odds
2: of that like, that's, that's so wild that's exactly
1: be, yeah. how you can
2: communicate yeah, yeah. Oh exactly god. And it's then, like just so you know. He's yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. I mean, like, like, I'm here, how much more do the <laughs> I'm like come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Oh my god. And then we ended up having the best day monetarily, like in sales. They always used to say, Boy, I'll never hit the day I opened up. The first day I ever opened up was such an incredibly abundantly financially abundant day for me. And we we week. I don't know the numbers exactly from the day that I mm-hmm. opened, but it was within dollars and cents. Wow. wow. Like my first wow. day. So I was like, holy shit. Wow. Okay, yeah. I'm listening. And that's really how I've been working with him. And you know, I go home, I sleep in his bed mm-hmm. next to my mother. I sleep on his side of the bed. I sleep with my mom still. Oh. Um, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's so sweet. You know? oh, yeah. Yeah. And um yeah. And, I lay there and I'm just like, you know, here's my stance, Dad. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. I'm ready. I'm ready to, I'm, I'm creating an invitation to continue to work with you. I'm here. I'm ready. Um, and, yeah, we've, let's, let's do some more fun stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I was driving. I, I, I had to drop a friend off at the airport this morning and I was driving back. And I was like, I got, I got 46 years of you how lucky am I, I got to be with you for 46 years, that's awesome, that's an incredible mm-hmm. amount of time. Yeah. yeah. So just, I think I've just really been focusing on gratefulness with, yeah. with it, mm-hmm. the time that I had. And, and my sister and we were talking about dreams this morning. And I was like, have you had dreams? She goes, yeah, I had this dream. That we were at, so the, the home that, that my parents now live in, this is kind of cool too, um, was my dad's childhood home. And they moved back into that house six, seven, eight years ago, maybe. Something like that, maybe 10 years ago. Mm. I don't know. But just sort of recently. And all, like my great great grandmother, my great grandmother, and my grandmother all died in that house. Mm. And I have my entire life, because I would spend a lot of time with my grandmother and spend the night with her. She's a huge part of my life. This is my dad's mom. Mm -hmm. Mm I could never sleep in that house. There was so much spirit activity in that house from these Mm -hmm. fierce energies, these wonderful, fierce, powerful women. Mm -hmm. And and even like, just recently, I've been able to sleep a little bit more because I'm like, come on, you guys have got to let me sleep. Like Mm -hmm. I can't come home and be constantly awoken by you. You know? I've had so many weird dreams there, all of this. I mean, I remember crawling out of my crib as a little girl, crawling into bed with my grandmother because I was so freaked. There's, like, this portal. There's this, like, weird threshold in the, the hallway there. It's crazy. But so it was also really important for me to have my dad die in that house because of all of his ancestors yeah. that have passed away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean... So she, so she has this dream that he's knocking on the door, and Mar- my sister Marnie is like, why are you knocking on the door of your house? Like, you should just, are you, why? so it was, she said it was very brief, it was very quick like that, but he was knocking on the door, she answered the door, and she was like, dad. Mm-hmm. And I've had a couple dreams, like I, the one that was most recent and most poignant for me was, um. We were in a sailing regatta. We're a boating family. Mm-hmm. My dad had a marina. Our mm. family had a marina in Erie on on the bay. Oh, wow! And he he dealt in power boats, but we did a lot of sailing. Mm. We all like we had a lot of friends that had sailboats, so mm. we were always out. We we had, did a big sailing trip when mm-hmm. I was young. But I had a dream that I was on a boat and I we were sailing, and I looked over and he was on the other boat and he was racing. Mm. And I was like, ah, 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 you know, yeah, like to yeah. do. Yeah. And trying to reach for him, you know, and he was in a slicker and he was like all <laughs> pulling in the gym and all this stuff. From, but yeah, so I've, you know, I have a couple, nothing like really meaningful, just a, a couple like poignant little moments here and there. If you guys oh, yeah. been in the dream world? Yeah, know? for sure. She's been active for, for everybody. Everybody,
0: like our friends are having dreams about her, um, all the siblings. Um, I mean, I've had multiple with her. I've only
1: had um, one that I remember. Mm-hmm. Your dreams are way more vivid than mine are. Like, mine are vivid like occasionally. And it's picking up a lot more recently. As I got older, I'm trying to unlock things. Um, but this dream, so she was in my, all my, the whole night, all my dreams were very, very, very vivid. Like, movie vivid. Like, couldn't separate what was reality from what wasn't. And,. I felt her presence and I thought I was just going crazy because in my consciousness in those dreams, it was still reality of the current. Like, she's dead. She's not here. But I felt her there. And then right at the end of that eight-hour span of time I was sleeping, the last dream right before I woke up, she was in our kitchen. And it was me, my younger sister Sarah, younger sister Amber, and my brother Jake. And she was standing right in front of me. And I realized, I was like, Mom, is like really you? You're right here what so then i instantly like, hugged her and just started crying in my dream and i started to start to try to ask her questions and i shot awake yeah but like she says, she's been visiting all of our close friends mm-hmm. our siblings like our other brother had a really really interesting dream yeah. um but i think she's right now she's in the moment. where she's just checking in yeah to make sure she knows that we like we all know that she's good and she's still around yeah. Cause that was like we've had other people pass away and none of those deceased relatives or loved ones have come that quickly. Mm-hmm. Like I would, like when our father passed away, like I didn't have dreams about him until years mm-hmm. after the fact. And like I would plead like even like with them and be like why don't I see you? Like how come I can see strangers and so on and so forth? Why why aren't you coming to me? Why can't I see you? Mm-hmm. Now I get angry about that but so mom was like, yeah here, here I am yeah. <laughs> And that was just confirmation again like they know how to communicate in ways that we understand. Yeah. So if you start paying attention to the lyrics, to the mm-hmm. angel numbers, to the birds and the, the bees, yeah and it's all gonna connect eventually. one yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's been there. I feel like she's like worked constantly with people be like, oh, your mom. Like, we had our, our front, we did this mural project, and we had to cancel it the initial. So, it's like show. three panels, and we we're supposed to have a show. Of, we originally were going to do it um, on the day, uh, sorry, uh, Keanu. Yeah, Keanu in the band. Was, yeah, he's in a band. And I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know it until we did this project. And he was playing at Mr. Smalls, and the venue's right across the street from Mr. Smalls. And so, it's kind of like they work together. Like, there's a show, and people watch, and the mural's getting painted. And so, we did it on that day because we wanted to try to get my mom like to meet Keanu and um she loved Keanu I I have to say something really quickly when
2: you were talking about Archangel Michael coming to you in your dream I saw Keanu Reeves as John Wick showing up to (laughs) you (laughs) as Archangel Michael and I was gonna say something and
1: I didn't
0: and now that you're saying this I'm like the black suit that he had yeah, on. Keanu
2: Reeves. Like, yeah. You were such a joke. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay. I mean, that might
0: be why he had that suit on. That's probably know. why. Honestly, because it was like the, you know, the John Wick yeah. black. That's yeah. like what it yeah. looked like. Yes, that's but so that's how funny. I saw it. Yep. Yeah, that's what it looked like. But he like didn't look like Keanu. Yeah. He had, like, blue eyes. I don't know. It was... That's probably why he did that, to be like, look, mom's with me. Yeah. <laughs> My mom's with oh, like, no. him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like... But she, like, like, lo- like loved him, and we at to the point where we mentioned him at the, like, funeral. Like, it was, like, a... You know, it was j- in her. Yeah. Analogy. And so, um, out of nowhere, we think nothing's happening, and then the guy that runs it with us, he starts sending me all these pictures, and he got the artist to do a mural of our mom. Oh my god. So they did do it that day and Keanu Reeves
1: got to see our mom <laughs> because oh there's god. a huge yeah, face there's there. a, like an 8 by 10 foot <laughs> panel of her face yeah. that will be up until our next show. Yeah. So if anybody wants to go to Mr. Smalls and see our mom's face she's right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, so it was, um, was hilarious because like he was blowing her up and blowing me up. I was in blackout mode. So I was like yeah. I'm not dealing He's with anybody. The best heart. He's he yeah. like the nicest person. We Another Chance encounter, yeah. yeah, and now we're involved in our I'm project. But um, he just decided to do that. The man doesn't even really know us. Like well, we're now friends we could, now, yeah. but like at the time, like we just started working with him, and he decided to was called to do that. Yeah. And the artist that did it, shout out to Camo. He does a lot of like murals and a lot of um,
0: well, he does memorial, memorial
1: pieces. Uh,
0: but the thing is, and we found this out the day of. I go up to him. And I'm like, wow, thank you for doing this. Can we just
1: can we disclose that? Yeah, he's going to be
0: on the okay. podcast talking about it. Uh, yeah, he, I, he's going to be a guest. Okay, go ahead. Um, so, but he said, he goes, yeah, your mom's really cool. And I'm like, what? And yeah. I wasn't prepared for, like, a magical, like, metaphysical, Like, I'm in a spiritual space. Like I, And I'm like, what? You knew her? And he was like, oh, yeah, she was talking to me while I was doing this. And I'm like, what? And then he's like, oh, I channel. And I'm like, what? And then he's like...
1: <laughs> totally unassuming.
0: <laughs> yeah, he. I would never guess in the world. He's like full... A superstar. Art, superstar, yeah. like, energy, like, you know. And he, like... Um, He's like, you know, usually I do these memorial pieces and then the spirits come and they hang out with me while I do it and he was like, so your mom was helping me do, um, you know, kind of saying what she wanted and I said, it's funny, I was like, uh, he has like purple on it and I was like, you know, it's cool you incorporated that because she loves prints. And he was like, you know, I was looking at it and I thought she's giving me direction. And I was like, this is starting to look like purple rain. And I was like, this totally makes sense. I'm <laughs> Now and then I guess he like was really stressed out at one point and then like my mom's kinda and I'm like, my mom was like there, like, it's okay don't just ignore those people, like, you know, and he had this whole moment and, and I wasn't shocked that he said sixty percent of the time the spirits will show up while he's like painting them. And sometimes they don't they just don't or they can't or whatever. Yeah. But he said my, our mom was one of them that showed up. And she just was hanging out with him while he did this big painting of, of you know, yeah. herself
1: and Keanu oh, I laid in my bed there. crying and just doing yeah. this beautiful piece. She's having a ball with all the her media artists. Just hanging out. But yeah, so yeah, we did choose. We chose to do it that day for Keanu. Yeah. And we were, our plans were to get her, like, the meet and greet tickets yeah. with our aunt. She'd be able to meet him, and then hopefully, he would have came over and like got a picture with the mural. But mm. it was supposed to be totally different, yeah. It, wasn't <laughs> it was not, it was totally left field, it was not supposed to be a yeah. face, but that's how the universe wanted it, yeah. So, yeah, 8 by 10 right across the street from Mr. Smalls. If you'd like to see your mom's yeah. face, it's it's some other beautiful art, go check it out. It's gonna be up until our next show in like March. Oh, okay, hey,
2: uh,
0: next sol the,
1: it's on the solstice, we're doing them on the solstice, so,
0: okay. Um. What's, what date would that be? I can't it's gonna be in March yeah. at some point. So awesome. Yeah, yeah that's where we're, where we're at with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's crazy. And then now that guy wants to be on the podcast. So who would have thought like this whole chain reaction would, like, yeah, it's like weird how that works I out. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know, but is it though? Uh-huh? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. exactly. That, is it yeah, though?
0: That? No. no, that's how the natural state is. we are yeah. just convinced it's, you know, yeah, it's interesting. But um, I haven't tried to like do tarot or anything like that with her since we did the initial with that guy that does it. Um, but I do talk to her a lot. And sometimes I feel like she's like responding. And then so you go through that phase, you're like, am I just hearing like what I want to hear because I know her so well? Or is it really her? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, does it matter? you
1: know yeah so. yeah I had that reflection too but yeah. when I kept like the synch- synchronicities I, like, when I was having that internal conversation with her and with like God yeah. or whatever that's I was getting nothing but answers and as soon as I would ask questions I was getting nothing but answers and I was like this is crazy yeah. like even though we've been involved in this stuff for a really long yeah. time it still like was jarring to see the amount of synchronicities and that's when I had that come in and I was like this is okay well thanks mom yeah. Like, but now I'm, I'm gonna have to ask her for more help with things. Yeah, like, I never think like usually. I we have our teams, and I go straight. I go to might go help. <laughs> you just go straight to the, yeah. big, God, <laughs> kind of the big guys. Help me.
0: Because, <laughs> your regular guys are
1: like, okay. I am in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my childhood. Yeah, just completely bypass me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. I I do I'll tell you. I do like the rapid fire like just petitions to the universe and to whoever's willing to listen and I get we get answers and weird stuff happens. I but now I'm like I'm in this three D form, I'm in this physical form. Like please make my experience a little bit chiller. Like I don't want the extremes anymore. Like can you ease me into stuff? Yeah. Like something and then throw some bones. Yeah. a lot of bones Can I need it now. emotionally yeah. <laughs> I like, can't yeah. you know, a lot this
2: like I've been there's been a lot of moments that in you know in the last couple months where I've just been like help yeah help yeah. help yeah. me through this help me figure this out help me move forward help me to find some sort of mm-hmm. stability it's definitely pushed me to like I've been doing a lot of therapy I've been doing a lot of like self-help Mm-hmm. I'm pushed to be the most high vibrational aspect of myself that I can possibly be. And I feel like a lot of this grief has pushed that mm-hmm. okay. to, to this place. Yeah. to like, and again, I've had, you know, like I said, I, I got, I checked everything off my list of things I wanted to do with my dad and mm-hmm. then some yeah. before he passed away. So I don't have remorse or regret. But grief has its own agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. has its own agenda. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Like, it's... And it comes in ways. So mm-hmm. you're fine and then you're not. Which... But the, it... I mean, we went to grief um, counseling when our dad passed away a long time ago. That was one of the things they talked about. They were And they were saying, like, it's okay for years to pass. Even. Meanwhile,
1: that literally set us up for where we're at right now. Yeah. yeah. What the heck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said that realization.
0: Yeah, it was like a group, like, family mm-hmm. thing we did. And, um... Yeah, but they said it can be like years from now, and then it'll like come in, and you know, you miss people. But one thing I've been thinking, like instead of avoiding grief, like we deserve to be grieved of, like somebody you love, yeah. or, like that's like an act of love, you know. And so I've not been like, oh, get out, you know, just don't, you know, or trying to pull out of it, you know. What I mean, like. If I need to cry, I'll just like cry and mm-hmm. because I feel like that's something that I'm doing in a way to honor her too, in a way. Like it's like an expression of love that's manifesting like through me and it's just, you know, how it is you know, to an extent. Mm-hmm. And if you don't express, if you don't work through those energies, they're just gonna erode on, on the To come up eventually. Yeah, yeah. like we had some, and I'm not against um, medication or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I was really, like, bad, like, really just, like, devastation is, like, the word. (laughs) Like, it was... like Yeah, like, and I, um, I don't think I've ever cried as much as I did, like, those first... I feel like I just couldn't, like, pull myself Mm -hmm. out of it. Mm -hmm. And, um, my uncle, he's, like, my uncle, and then we had another, like, family friend. They were saying, like, well, maybe you should get on, like, medicine. and You can call, and it gets you through it, and it makes you feel like you're gonna be okay. And then I'm, like that's fine like I don't I know it helps a lot of people when everyone moves differently but I was like I want to feel it and work through it yeah um because if I don't it'll for me it'll be like it'll come up later and just get me and um so that's what I'm trying to allow space for like contrary to what a lot of people are like oh we need heal like we heal it it's using it in place of actually healing I feel like sometimes people say heal and it's Code word for get over it or something. It's the band-aid over it. Yeah, like put it away. Don't just ignore it versus like No, I want to like go in and like Have that process and see what you know actually like Heal in some way in some form and I don't
2: know Yeah, I agree with you and I I think like coming to this as clearly and as quote-unquote soberly as you can is really important because I was I, I also had a few people reach out that were like, hey, grief breeds grief. Mm-hmm. So this could just be the beginning of a cycle of major grief for you in your life. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I've embraced that. I've been looking at all the areas of my life that I've repressed grief, mm. and I've asked it to come forward, yeah. to be present with it. Let me feel it. You know, let me process through it so I can be completely uh, what's the correct word? I suppose completely present with it
1: mm-hmm.
2: because, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Healing, yeah, you know, yes, of course, we're healing yeah. and stuff like that, but it does kind of become this like pseudonym for a band aid or get over yeah. it. But I want to be raw in it, yeah, to to. You know, and I, I kind of said the other day in the shower, like, listen, one and done. I can't, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to mm-hmm. feel it all. I'm not going to have this sneak up on me yeah. Yeah. again yeah. in the yeah. next six to 12 yeah. months. Yeah. Like, just give it to me. I'm ready to process through yeah. all of it. And that's how I am as a person, mm-hmm. too. My personality is, like, just give it to me. Mm-hmm. Give me the brutal, honest truth. Give me the facts. Give me, you know, yeah. let me, give it to me and I'll process it through at my mm-hmm. time. But don't hide anything from me. Don't. I don't want to I've repressed too much of my life. It's yeah. time to like really face through, face it. And you know, the other thing that I thought was interesting too, because I've kind of been feeling this, you said like that grief counseling that you went into when your father had passed mm-hmm. away years ago, prepared you for this. And there's such a huge part of me that's like, my dad is teaching me one of the greatest lessons of being present with grief to prepare me for the inevitable.
1: I know, that's Yeah, amazing. unfortunately, yeah. yeah. We all have to experience yeah. a level of this in some way. Yeah. Every single person on this earth. So yeah. it's we have to learn how to, to, to deal and process it and, and, and honor it.
0: Yes, yes. And honor it
1: in the way that you did your father. Like, that's yeah. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like that was a lucky gift, a beautiful yeah. gift. Yeah. But there is no way to make things easier you just have to Mm -hmm. be present and process it all feel it all because then Mm -hmm. it will sneak up 10 years later like that's what happened with some of the other deaths that we've experienced like i banded it over it and that all crept in and had to be faced Mm -hmm. and then i went through a huge dark
2: night of the soul
1: (laughs) to heal from the stuff that i allowed to become personality traits yeah I allowed the grief and the sadness and that, that to become my identity for a really long time. When my first fiance passed away, yeah. like that was that's who I was. Like I lived my young my youth, I lived in that shadow, yeah. and like I allowed myself to identify it and realize it and start to try to heal it,
2: mm-hmm. heal
1: it, yeah. figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah work. Sit it with it.
1: it. Yeah, yeah, sit with it and get have it serve its purpose and to release it mm-hmm. so that I can get back to who am I who instead of having all these things form me, yeah. become me. Yeah. So that's where I'm at now. Yeah. We talked even before the deaths, yeah. we talked about how I was yeah. going through that I and then I that. just predicted it all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like preparing. Yeah. One thing I noticed, and I don't know if you guys noticed that um, I felt, I feel like, you know, everything's interconnected. So like our sadness, or how we feel can affect our physical body, mm-hmm. and I went. I'm probably still experiencing like stuff. Like I'm trying to take like vitamins and everything to yeah. <laughs> <I'll laughs> be yeah. honest. But I, from September nineteenth until like now, I've been getting sick constantly. Um, I had two upper I had COVID, and I had an upper respiratory thing, like to the point where the funeral I was sick.
2: Yeah, we and all then,
0: work. Um, yeah, the heart. You brought that moms. up. Yeah, moms
2: are grief. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And um, yeah, I would. And I, everybody taught my doctor said that you have to be careful because of that. And it's almost like you're being forced to sit down. Like your body is making you sit down and process how you're feeling. It's like pulling you into that. Yeah. Because I was in bed, I was. Well, there were two weeks where I was just in bed. Yeah, this oh, was solidly,
1: like, yeah. Um, Even, like, up leading up to the funeral, like, we all got sick and we were all yeah. forced to stay in and just be there mm-hmm. instead of trying to run, 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 do this, do that and yeah. just force us all to slow down. But you brought up the other day about the heart center as well. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I ever since this has all happened, like, I felt extremely disconnected. My own doing and so on and so forth. Like, I'm just getting back to it now, but, like, She was saying, you told me yesterday, she's like, your heart center affects your connection with the divinities Mm -hmm. and with processing that energy. So my heart's been so closed off. My heart center's been so closed off.
0: So it's connected to our astral
1: body. Yeah. The heart Mm -hmm. chakra. So like, in the astral body,
0: or like when you go to the auric layers, that's the layer that is kind of like the bridge. So Mm -hmm. whenever you start to have heart stuff, it can like affect that. Um, But yeah but then it's like maybe that is on purpose because you shouldn't be doing heavy spiritual work. absolutely not no laying in (laughs) bed and crying and letting your you know your team coddle you or yeah you know your ancestors and stuff just kind of lay with you but I mean for me because I'm always trying to like do stuff like I feel like I have to constantly be like working on something or doing something. And then I have, we have, like, these projects mm-hmm. happening, um, because I, I have, like, a solo exhibition in December. And then, so then I'm like, I don't even know what to work on. You know, like, I was so discombobulated and the universe is like, you're not working on
1: anything. Laid <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> out. Yeah. You can't yeah. see anybody, you can't do any events, <laughs> yeah. you gotta stay home. Um, and that was You so were in denial. <laughs> I, I was in denial
0: for a minute. Uh, the one last time I was sick, I was on the phone with her and she's talking about there's, like Halloween parties and everything. I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine in a couple days. And she's like, are you sure you don't sound too good? And then she came over and she has, like a mask on. I'm like, I don't have COVID. I don't know what she's talking about.
1: And I'm like, yeah, I <laughs> had on like the most intense mask because <laughs> I don't want to get COVID. No one wants to get COVID. But like, yeah. she was exhibiting all the signs. So I was like, yeah. I had
0: to, like chills and stuff. And then, she, and then like, and then I, that Friday I went to the hospital and they were like, it's COVID. And I was like, I do Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they said that like I had a week because there was a week where I was in denial so then they they were like well you only have a week left and it wow. makes you feel better so
1: I had like even that another one of our friends fathers passed away
0: yeah within that time that
1: span. it was like two weeks after yeah. our mom
0: it's, like, yeah, I was supposed to go to the wake, and I couldn't. And she Thank up. God you didn't. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I didn't, because nope. I was still in denial at that point, and I would have definitely been patient zero for that family, so I'm glad I didn't go anywhere, but I was too sick to even leave the house. Yeah. So, um, I'm glad I I guess like I had to be sick because like that yeah. because I would have been all over the place just yeah he <laughs> would,
1: so. yeah, <laughs> would have been yeah you would been infecting everybody but... yeah yeah, but yeah
2: yeah yeah I can't believe how many people it's had passed shocking this, like the the, yeah. the man like one of my parents very good friends an incredible soul mm-hmm. who did the eulogy mm. for my father passed away wow like oh my God. it was like he was diagnosed. They said a week to six weeks, and he died the next day. Oh, my God. And it's just like, what? Like, what's going on?
0: It makes you wonder, like, what? What's happening? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> what's happening? It it,
2: it, it it, and it was another, like, another uh, husband of my parents' friends that has pe- just been one person yeah. after the next
0: yeah it's like crazy it's like everybody we know there's like
1: every um, literally you know, almost everybody we know has had some sort of there's... chaos or tragedy yeah, yeah. yeah. like a sh- shocking chaos mm-hmm. like yeah left field chaos yeah like, and everything's, and fine, then... yeah, like everything's fine and then i wonder what the
0: transits <laughs> were i forgot Saturday, what's called the astrology direct, i told her uh-huh. so i was like because the, the astrology was kind of crazy in, in that time period too oh yeah it was um and i was like I just need something to go direct. I just need something. I was like, I'm going to look online and figure out what's going on. And she's like, okay, whatever. So it's being dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think it was like two days ago. I like put in the group chat and I'm like, Saturn's direct, guys. (laughs) I was like, roads are opening. And then everybody was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we have, I think Jupiter. Is it Jupiter. There's one there's one still in retrograde right now. But I can't remember which planet. Yeah, whatever, it's fine. It might I don't think it should be I forget which one it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I don't until know. in sure. January. Yeah. I forget which planet it is, but it goes direct, so hopefully like yeah. that'll help. But even this, like
1: as we don't the conversation it's like a big deal. Yeah. Like I have faith that things are gonna change quickly. Yeah, Like Even though there's a lot of bad things happening, there's still gonna be good happening and all these departed souls are making way for others. Yes. Yeah. So it all has to have a reason. Absolutely. But even really. though like, we're able to talk about this stuff freely without I
2: fear. Know. Yeah. That is one thing that I've really held very close to my heart is hope. Yeah. Hope and optimism. Yeah. And I mean, and I've, I've had some pretty down days, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of struggle and frustration yeah. and stuff, but I always just... Okay, but I'm hopeful. But I'm hopeful. Yeah, I'm hopeful.
0: Yeah, and that's like, like, uh, and things. My like, one guy was like, so you're like stressing and everything, and then <laughs> like everything's worked out, right? And I'm looking around like, he's like, you got a bed. You're, you're doing your art, <laughs> like he's like, I'm, I'm not understanding what the problem is right now. I <laughs> and I was like, okay. We need more. Ouch, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm laughing at. I thought he's like the manager oh. kind of like, I call him the manager of the spirit team. <laughs> so Same, if you're a spirit like team, anything. they are soothsayers, you know? <laughs> yeah. We're just going to get them too straight. Yeah. yeah, this one. He's nice though. He's like the happy, like, he's like happy but also very like honest yeah <laughs> like I don't understand the problem <laughs> like smiling like while I say it and I'm like okay all right calm down and get it <laughs> get it but we did have an interesting me and my brother um sometimes me and the siblings we have spirits interconnected dreams. interconnected interconnected dreams um mm, yeah. uh, like I'll have, like she was saying like when we dream about my mom we all kind of had it in that same period or like she said it and I was like well I'm gonna get one We've had dreams of different spirits together, and there's this new one that showed up after my mom passed away. And I was telling um my brother's girlfriend about it, where she was like really beautiful, she had like really long hair, and she kind of like had this like water, like floaty energy. And I was in a um the in between, like I was waking up and she's like in front of me, and I remember feeling like the most love and comfort, and just she was like amazing. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And then I was like, um I think. I asked her if she was I asked her a question and she was just really nice and she was like no like that's just how she talked very like no not it like just no darling Like, but like awesome and so I'm telling her about it and she's like oh my god I saw that spirit with Jake and he and I'm she's describing her exactly how I saw her and now we're thinking she's an ancestral spirit Ooh. and that she's shown up because we're all like grieving so much we're all mm-hmm. suffering yeah and i had a, i had another dream of her um but it was very quick and she wasn't in front of me so i was like in bed and she was like on the side of my bed whenever i saw her the first time but yeah they described her to the t wow um like long her hair was like parted down the middle was really long and she just had like blue like just water energy mm-hmm. definitely that divine feminine like, yeah like, you know, nurturing energy and I remember feeling really comfortable and just like I didn't I want to like keep hanging out with her no that's what I asked her I was like "Oh, can, are you gonna like stay longer and she's like no I'm not <laughs> I'm like sorry and then um I forget they my brother had asked her a question about like I forget well he asked her something else too and she did the same thing no I'll be back <laughs> like kind of thing and yeah like it's weird and I had another dream about her recently but I'm, we're trying to figure out we're curious if she's yeah. going to show up for other siblings and I'm, I'm set on it being ancestry related I just yeah. don't know from where wow. <laughs> yeah and that happened it was like a couple of days after my mom had passed away and then that's why I was like I think she, it's just coming in to help comfort mm-hmm. the siblings and,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and stuff so yeah it's interesting how all of
2: that like yeah happens. those dream transmissions mm-hmm. and all of that yeah, like, like all that kind of thing, you know, it is, it is pretty cool how mm-hmm. that spirit energy can come through in the dream world and really yeah. help to, like, settle the the physical body. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes. for sure.
0: Yeah, it's, like, interesting. Like, dreams are, those one thing, they say, um, you know, so there's, like, a lot of importance with art, dreams, and divination. There's a lot of gods that do stuff, in mythology and everything, yeah. but those are the things that we always poo-poo, and we don't, you know, we're like the house, no, it's not, of course, it's not important, but it's like there wouldn't be so much focus historically on it if it wasn't important <laughs> for like yeah. the human existence and connection with divine and that type of thing. But yeah, dreams are they're something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I because I, I do like like I like like I told you like different types of divination, and I was like reading about like Greek oracles and they were talking about how important dreams were, you know, for that, you know so anytime people are like oh my dreams I'm like Pay attention. yeah <laughs> has yeah. purpose." Yeah. Yeah, like our little sister said casually to us I was driving um to the art studio last night and she's like talking to me and she's like oh I don't know if this happened in a dream or if it was for real like her dreams are so real that she forgets if it's a dream or not like yeah. certain things and I was, she's young much younger than us so I'm like waiting to see how that develops with her
2: see you know Mm -hmm. there it is yep I think that's like really how it starts Mm it starts in that dream space well let me rephrase that that's how it started for me Mm -hmm. but I do get the sense that that is that's that universal language
0: I think so I think it's a good um, because we're not um, blocking that communication with conscious like awareness to an extent so I feel like it's easier for them to kind of Drop down, yeah, and give us like tidbits. depending on how receptive you are. I mean, yeah, I, I'm obsessed with the dream world. Yeah, yeah, personally, like I've tried to like actively learn how like lucid dream. Well, I do it naturally, but I want to like get the reins on it. And yeah, all of that, but that's kind of been halted for a while. That was one of the things I was adventures I was gonna like go on, <laughs> but like we're not doing that right now. <laughs>
2: I was talking with my sister today. I, I did a lot of dream protection. I do a lot of dream protection. Mm-hmm. And my teacher was telling me, you know, during this period of time, be careful in the dream world. Protect yourself before you go to sleep because there will be energies and entities that will try to come through as the face of your loved one that's passed. Mm-hmm. She said, always check the eyes and always check the teeth. The oh. eyes and, the teeth. and never accept a kiss or food in the dream space oh. mm. so just pay attention to this because I have noticed that there was one dream of my father that came through and I was like these are not my father's eyes
0: oh my goodness mm-hmm. okay I haven't had that happen no I haven't before. yeah I'm like, I'm like,
2: like, I'm wow believe mine but yeah she wow. says that that you know entities can't ever get the eyes or the teeth right mm. they oh can God. mimic wow what a physical oh form God. looks like but mm. it, it can't get the eyes wow. or teeth that, right and wow. i haven't seen it and noticed it there's because you know you're always like it looks like that person but it didn't look like yes. that person yes. that's when it's like then oh it's my not it's definitely not them wow. wow or a loved one or an ex or a you know yeah. a friend oh that might be appearing goodness. in a dream yeah in their eyes but yeah the wow. food and the kisses don't mm.
0: do no maybe that's why michael had me look into his eyes because he, he had me look into his eyes and that's when i knew it was him when i looked into his eyes oh, see? Mm. so i'm wondering if he was trying to like he's
2: like yeah, this is me <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is our soul code yeah. this is how you'll know it's me yeah, yeah. yeah. and
0: I, I talked to my cousin about um that dream and then she said i was like yeah i was telling her about she actually is into like helping people pass over, and she works at, like, a funeral home, and she calls herself in the death business, like, night and day. We're, like, only a couple days apart to, like, you know, perform the same hospital on the same moon, like, all of that we joke about, but she, I was talking to her, and I'm like, yeah, Michael was in my dream, and she was, and I was like, when I looked into his face, she said the eyes, and I said, yes! I was like, the eyes! And she's like, yeah, there's something else, and she, because she had the same yeah. like, dream like, of him before, and it's yeah, now that that's my awareness, I'm going to really be staring yeah. people down. When I Show your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smile see those first. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that oh, makes. That's just making a lot of sense, too, with certain interactions I've had with, like, more protective spirits. Like, um, I had this one spirit who was, like, trying to be, like, like, affectionate, like, I love you, you know, but he just put his head to my, like, forehead, mm-hmm. and I probably, they're trying to instill, like, don't accept, like, you know, kind of... Like you said, don't accept kisses or anything right. like that. Like, oh, that's so interesting.
2: Yeah, and you can like set this intention all before you go to sleep. Mm. You know, and like create a, a protective yeah have to get like a at that. tube like a wormhole. A wormhole.
0: Okay, because you what I've been doing, I usually keep like crystals near the side of my bed, mm-hmm. but I've been just asking. Um, it depends on the night, like who, what spirits or whatever are around me, but generally I'll. I'll have Michael uh, do like a thing around us. Yeah. Um, or one of those s- other spirit guides, yeah. or whoever, it just depends on who. Um, and I've been recently asking Michael and Raphael to kind of help the family in general, like, because yeah. we all are like, need it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, if they're open to receiving the help, help. But yeah, no, I'm glad I've been asking him to, like, look over me. <laughs> and, just yeah, and that's what like I <laughs> yeah. started to do
2: as a child. Like, every night, mm-hmm. I would just post him up at the four corners. And
0: yeah, and have he would, Michael? Mm-hmm. All, yeah, all of them. Oh, Gabriel okay. Gabriel and Ariel and Raphael and mm-hmm.
2: Michael.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I should have all of
0: them. Yeah, like, yeah. east, south, west, yeah. north. north. Corners. Yeah. But they would go, like,
2: to the four corners mm-hmm. of the bedroom. Bed. Wow. hmm that was that was my first like, intuitive way of protecting myself at night. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And then I've really come to see that like, that's a pretty common practice. Yeah, that's how you call it yeah. you can mm-hmm. use them, to call columns. Uh, right?
0: In mm-hmm. Quarters. Huh. I should have
1: See what they say. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hi guys. Hi. See <laughs> so, you know, that conversation I had earlier. Is there, is there anything else you want to cover in this uh, yeah, episode? We're, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. really getting there. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I yeah like what I, I was just gonna add like my next question just out of curiosity was if you did anything special for your mom at Halloween.
0: Um, we did. Yeah, we did. Two rituals. Um, one, but we didn't do anything specific like for her. We're just kind of yeah. honoring um, like the dead and mm-hmm. that type of thing. But yeah, we didn't do anything
1: specific. Um, I don't know. So the one was a general yeah. honoring of the ancestors yeah. and like deceased loved ones and like the deities. Yeah. So we did like I did we did we did a thing yeah. in our
0: yeah we honor um, like psychopomps and mm-hmm. um, and then we did our normal Hades um, thing. But we couldn't go to the graveyard this year because it was raining so we had like a we tried to do a fire pit but then it was raining even more so <laughs> we ended up just like hanging out inside and did yeah. it inside and then um i got pizza after nice and yeah but i didn't do anything I so ancestry work isn't something that i've done because of like dealing like it's hard for me from losing people. Yeah. And so that was something I always like sh- even like spirit communication, like I always like pushed away like ancestry stuff. And like if they came in, I would be like, Okay, it's fine. But I never was like actively sought it until more recent years. I feel like like more recent, like past weeks. Like, you know, now yeah. I'm more comfortable with it because I lost my mom and I mm-hmm. want to talk to her. So then it's like now I'm starting and And I've done readings for people where their ancestors come up. And I've told them, like, I usually don't, but they're here and stuff like that. Usually I'm very much like spirit guides. And I think it's been a way to avoid working through, like... The discomfort. (laughs) Yeah, the discomfort and working through, like, that stuff. But I think it's coming up now because I'm having, like, down-the-line ancestors kind of show up Mm -hmm. more and more. Like, hey, like, you know, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> and Like, that spirit that I was just speaking about, like, that's connected somehow. Or... Right. Um, so, I think that's something that I'll be pro- most likely exploring. And my big thing, too, like, I don't mind doing it for other people, but it's kind of, like, you should still, like, honor, you know, engage with your own. So, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. You know, especially, like, after, because we lost our all our grandparents mm-hmm. now, and, like, and our yeah, parents. parents, so now it seems like it's moving into that like mm. realm where it's like you know it's fine to do that, like you don't have have to feel sad, mm-hmm. you know, when you're engaging with them. And like I said, I've been talking to my mom a lot, just because, like I said, I talk to her all the time. Yeah. So I feel like that's like easing me into those spaces. So it's probably something I'll start doing more um, versus them having to like, be like, hey we're here, can you do that? <laughs> like, yeah. You're know, like just naturally like, do that. But yeah, it's like a different, it's like a different realm, you know? Yeah. Place yeah. Like, it's gone the underworld, Yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. You know, I don't know if I would pursue, um, mediumship in that way. Even though I've had people tell me like, yeah, not just people's spirit guides, all the guys, like all mm-hmm. spirits. But, like, that's something I feel like they're going to, like, ease me into. Yeah. She's always been more of a medium mm-hmm. in that regard when mm-hmm. it comes to dealing with, like,
1: the the, the prophetic stuff is really crazy. Mm-hmm. But I have to get a handle on it all and not stop trying to ignore it and yeah. trying yeah. to manipulate my reality the way I want it. Like, I have to just accept the natural... Same thing for you. Mm-hmm. Everybody. I yeah. have to accept their natural gifts and try to understand it instead of trying to delete it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that's we'll see what the future holds who knows life's crazy yeah. so <laughs>
0: everybody's going to come to the spirit guide workshop and all their guides are going to be ancestors and I'm going to be like oh great <laughs> like, thanks
1: guys right you know that's how
0: the universal work <laughs> I'm like okay I guess we're done
1: yeah you never know what's going to happen yeah, yeah. even <laughs> it's true just short period of time a lot has changed so yeah. who knows what developments going to happen in the next 5, 10 mm-hmm. I don't want to think that far ahead but yeah. you yeah. never know yeah, yeah. It's a day at a, time. <laughs> One day at a time. Yeah.
0: I like what you said to get through, like moving through grief. The so, routine is yeah, good. Yeah. To focus on, because it's like being present. Because mm-hmm. I think whenever you're grieving, there's a lot of what past, like just past, like you're just living in that. And then also like the future, like how am I going to live without this person? Like yeah. how am I going to move mm-hmm. through the world without this person around anymore? But like if you're here and present, you're not in that space. Right. I like really
2: appreciated that mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I I've it's I've been waking up a lot earlier than I normally do half because my cats are getting me up but also because I just believe my body is ready to wake up mm-hmm. and so I'm having like an at least an hour in the morning in the darkness mm-hmm. by myself creating a ritual you know and connecting in with myself even if i am you know having my team a little mm-hmm. bit on my phone i do try and set my phone down and just be like okay start this day you know mm-hmm. be intentional about how you're starting this day and open up that space for communication
0: yeah with that loved one yeah that's that is really interesting see i'm naturally a morning person because yeah. of what you said i like the still quiet yeah and you can just like sit and like have, there's no pressure that like, no one's on you about anything. But that's like a good way to like connect,
1: you know, or just have a conversation. Okay. And have like coffee with her or something, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a
1: night girl, but I'm forced morning because of you. Yeah, because we work, you know, we work
0: together. There's this pocket in the day. So I I do my best work as a crackathon. Yeah. <laughs> like I get probably. up at like five. And then I get help get Sean out the door while he's, like, getting showered and stuff. That's usually when I'm having coffee, and I'll, yeah. like, read a little bit. And then when he leaves, I'll just start working. Yeah. And I'll have, like, by 9 o'clock, I've had four hours of working. Yeah,
2: yeah. is <laughs> it? Like, I mean, it's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, I've gotten so much
0: done. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, like... It's 9, and then I'll be like, okay, I guess I'll go meditate now. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll like,
1: well, uh, I'll, I'll literally be waking up at, I don't know, now I get pretty early, but yeah. between, like, 7 and 8, I'll wake up, and I'll have emails messages sometimes I have voicemails i'll well, have definitely missed calls but i usually have at least like five to ten text messages like of things like important things yeah. i'm just waking up and like, as, soon as, I <laughs> click, as soon as i click read she calls me and then we're talking about some serious stuff yeah. i'm like i need to go to the gym
0: yeah
1: <laughs> i'm like already i mean for talk me to you know, like, yeah, talk to me yeah. I know. I know.
0: so like i like I, I do that a lot but there's this like pocket in the afternoon because then as soon as it hits like three I'm like fading hard if it's that kind of day and like we learn um early on working together that like at seven o'clock like if it gets to, like five six seven like in that window and i we've been doing stuff all day like I'm gonna have typos and emails like we're gonna have issues <laughs> so yeah. we don't even I'm like out for the count like she doesn't like have me like Mm-mm. Do any client communication yeah. at all in that window? Like it'll be her responding. Yeah, I'll I'll fold. Like
1: she's the morning shift and i do the night shift. Yeah, like, no, <laughs>
0: yeah. But there's this like pocket where we're both like okay, like yeah, both like full attention. That's usually when we like cross path Yeah, is, like probably right around now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, like whenever we get home, I'll be ready for bed. And <laughs> yeah, a glass of wine and, yeah. like, dinner and she's going to be
1: up <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. doing stuff.
0: Yeah. going to I love that. Yeah, it's like the flow of it. Yeah. But that's why it I it like works the mornings. It's like you said, it's that stillness. There's no, and that's I, That's like the night. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing happens at night. Huh? This lady I met, and I think, I forget who it was. We met this lady, you know, we were talking about the crone. She was, yeah. um, she's like in her like late 70s and she's, all in magic. And I think it was her who said this to me. She was saying that people who are, like, in tune, like, empathic, in any kind of psychic sense or whatever, they're either really late night people mm-hmm. or early morning people, because that's whenever you're not being bombarded with a bunch of energy from yeah. people and from things, like, because the world's still asleep. And, um, she said she noticed that. She said they're either, you're either really early or, like, really late at night. And she said it's because of that. Or she was telling me that's, that the reason.
2: Yeah, and it feels like those two periods of time are mm. liminal spaces, yeah. which we walk yeah. so beautifully in, yeah. so naturally. You know? That mm-hmm. makes sense, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Just
0: like, let oh, me go. <laughs> go to the in between.
2: Yeah, midnight or dawn. Yeah,
1: yeah. the liminal totally. spaces. Mm-hmm.
0: Just in those spaces. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to pay attention when I wake up, like the hours I wake up to. So we'll get up at 3 o'clock in the morning because mm-hmm. there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. people to pay attention to that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. even if it's like super early, like, guy oh, your schedule's shaken. There's a reason it's consistent. There's a reason, yeah. You just yeah. have to pay attention. Uh, big on the signs, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't look at your things. You're made of stars, and yeah. that's like something my mom would. So, our mom has yeah. like, uh, oh. well, we'll tell you after, you we'll tell they they you know, after. It's yeah. personal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but yeah,
0: or yeah, you know, where you just have your that's when the spirits like. To come around, you know, like well, heck, like, that's something time, yeah. yeah. And I work a lot of, like solar, like even my spirit, my one spirit guy is very much in that current of yeah. like solar energy. He was saying, um, like my main, the main, the manager, yeah, <laughs> so it makes sense that he's very okay, much yeah, sure. like the solar, like, yeah. you know,
1: thing. Um, I just feel like our teams, you yeah, all of our teams work together and mm-hmm. communicate. I, I wonder how frustrated your team must get with mine. Oh, I'm sure they yeah, really, really know, support like, my already, like. Wiliness, <laughs> lack so, of structure. Yeah. <laughs> so curious, we'll find out eventually. Yeah,
0: we even joke like, um, seeing so, yeah, like whenever you engage with certain practices, you end up engaging with like the pantheons within yeah. them. And so, I do like the Greek oracle and everything. So, naturally, Apollo is going to be like very present. And um, then Hermes was a messenger for that, and she really resonates with Hermes. And I always joke when you read their myths, the two of them like are really funny because. Apollo's like, I need this organized. I need, like, and Hermes is like, woo. <laughs> like, and I'm
1: always laughing at that. Yes. Like, yeah, dynamic. Yeah. Because
0: <laughs> I'm, like, with, like, that we mirror, and that's, like, the one she resonates out of, like, the two. And it's always like that, like, the particular like yeah. divinities. We'll have the two, like, spectrums of it, and yeah. it's like, okay. <laughs> but I want, because, you know, our teams, like, talk to each other and stuff sometimes. When we're really close to people. Oh, sure. So I'm always curious, like, what they're, like, saying back and forth, because we've been work- doing things forever. <laughs> yeah. We have this one guide. We jokingly say that it's, like, a shared guide from when we were younger, and we would go out all the time. Mm-hmm that he was like protecting us yeah, jointly, yeah. and not jointly kept us save and we call him Rico, <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Hey. Yeah, yeah thanks I Rico. i love it i love that name he's not stressed out anymore but he was a while yeah. ago <laughs> he's like, oh my god oh my god and now he's more chill yeah thanks they really did this job thank <laughs> you yeah you get this pocket yeah. and then um but yeah i love like some of the like
0: early like energies I engage with like teams you go, hey, because 'cause I'm leaning in the clear audience. Um yeah. and he's i sometimes I'll get the hey and I'm like, Oh my god Like I, just, <laughs> I know I get up early. But yep. It's exceptionally early right yeah. now. Oh yeah. <laughs> what do you need me to do? Yeah. And then it'll be it'll be so fine. Like it'll be somebody, I don't know, like random, like, oh yeah I have this email, this person they I have a meltdown, I'm like, wait it waited <laughs> like
1: Please I know. <laughs> Can I just wake yeah. up. Slowly. <laughs> like
0: there was this one um sometimes online like sometimes online like I'll end up getting involved in little forums where I like spiel off some information and then somebody's like oh, I want to know more, and then they, like, come to you for help, and yeah. I, this one time that happened, and it was somebody from one of them that was having, like, a crisis, and I was like, okay, it's
1: okay, pick it up then, it's fine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. <know>? yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, usually there's a reason, when we're joking about it, but I feel like they don't do it to annoy us. <laughs> right, right, absolutely not do <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
1: Well. but okay,
0: so, so, is there anything else you'd like to add before we close the episode? I don't think so. You think so? Okay. Um, okay.
1: We'll have the website yeah. and the social media link down below. Go check out all the events and classes and yeah. workshops that they do here at Ceremonial. It's amazing. Yeah, there's a lot. Ten of out of ten. Highly recommend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leslie's awesome, and so is Chesney. Ch- yeah,
2: Chess. yeah, Yeah, our yeah. whole team's awesome. Yeah, yep. really. So if
1: you're in the Pittsburgh area or want to come travel through, make sure you take a stop
2: here.
0: Yeah.
1: Get some cool stuff.
0: <laughs> Get some cool stuff. Yeah. Not...
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, so much stuff. <laughs> stuff is just always coming in too. You know, we're always yeah. close with it. Love it. Well, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you.